Welcome to Amusement Sparks, the theme park design show. I'm your host, Andrew Spawn, and today with us is Zach over there. See him? Say hi, Zach. Hey, hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> They're probably saying, really good, Zach. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so, just a disclaimer, I have a bit of a sore throat, that's why I sound a little bit weird. And, Zach, it's, what, 4.45 your time right now, in the morning? Yeah, So. That's that. Accurate. We're both uh, pulling it out for you guys. Like, we're doing our best over here. <laughs> but we are here brought together by love of one property, and that is Back to the Future. We're going to be making a Back to the Future theme park. Is this your first theme park you've ever designed? That I've never d- designed a theme park to date. Wow. That is yeah. so amazing. Cool. I've, uh, I've, I've visited a few, visited a few. I went down, <laughs> I've been to Disneyland a good couple of times, mm-hmm. you know. Never been to Disney World. Hmm. Heard lots of good things about it, though. Yeah. Um, lots of Six Flags, that type of stuff, you know. Good yeah. deal. So there's an appreciation there. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And really all that matters is that you love the source material. Because a lot of the theme park stuff, if you've seen one, you kind of get the general idea. And then we yeah. can just take that from one to a hundred and go crazy with it. But yeah, speaking of crazy, this property is kind of all about time travel i mean based on the name and the story if anyone out there has seen it which makes for an interesting theme park concept well, the, you know the cool thing that i like about it too is that you can really i think with across all three movies right you can have totally different sections of the park right mm-hmm. that would be totally different from each other um but still within that same universe and still kind of like satisfying that niche of those fans and stuff and that itch and everything so yeah that's awesome so i feel like the main the most logical thing would be to kind of have it broken up by time period because there's like several key time periods throughout the films yeah that would be cool to explore each one and it's hard to actually make the guests go through time travel so i don't know what are the what are your favorite time periods from these movies oh gosh i am a i'm a Sucker for Western, that type of stuff. So the Western one obviously got to me. I just finished Red Dead Redemption and all that good oh, stuff. Oh, nice. So I'm, I'm all about that that whole theme and everything. So yeah. it's great. Have you seen Westworld? Yeah, 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 I have. Yeah. I haven't I haven't finished season two. I, I just got to get the time to finish it. I think a big part of the appeal is just the Western theme. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily oh, the I, crazy stuff they do, but... I think also it maybe makes sense to maybe start there logically too because it's the earliest, right? So it's the first mm-hmm. era to go through anyway. And so Yeah. That's interesting. And that'd probably yeah. be unexpected. People who have only seen the first movie or the first two movies. Like, Which is a lot of people. There's mm-hmm. a surprising amount of people that have just seen the first one or something. Right. And it's like, how have you not seen the rest? But that's a story for another day, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> What's wrong with people these days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, that's cool. I really like that. And I do feel like we can't have every single part guest be Marty McFly. Like, not everyone's going to put the outfit on and do the exact same story arc, necessarily. I mean, we could have them all follow in his footsteps, so to speak, but we should probably let them be themselves and be individuals or or kind of role-play a little bit. Like, take the role of someone who is traveling through these time periods, but it doesn't necessarily have to be his exact footsteps through time so in in canon i don't know how you want to set this up um if we want to do it like this is after the films have taken place and time travel is a little bit more established or maybe you know we're the the second generation of 
of guinea pigs or the second group of test pilots or whatever you want to call it, um, where Marty has done it before, but maybe not a ton of other people have done it before that. When you think of wanting to go to a Back to the Future theme park, right? You want to go through the movie, right? You want to live the experience of right. what you saw in motion picture and that type of stuff. And so, yeah, um, you could have some way to transition, like some sort of some sort of, I guess, ride where you would get into like DeLorean type of thing, and you would right be going through. I don't know. You could do like a roller coaster. You could do. Any number, you could do a different thing each time. You could do like a roller coaster one time. I don't know. Uh, wow, like the DeLorean is always like, the transition from one timeline to another, but it yeah. it goes through different paths and different. So they're actually different like, DeLoreans, but I in feel the like story. that would I feel like that would be a good way to give oh. people the opportunity to ride in the DeLorean without yeah. overdoing that <laughs> right kind of section, right? Because like you know obviously you think okay i'm gonna go to a back to the future theme park i'm gonna want to ride in a delorean yeah but you also don't want it to be the only thing or even necessarily like the focus right, right. you might you want delorean like, land yeah that already exactly. exists it's one of the top rated <laughs> theme parks in the world um exactly. <laughs> but yeah that sounds really cool if we get into the you know the machine the time machine and get it to 88 miles per hour and then you're in a different timeline and you get out yeah. and you're in a different part of the park that works really, really smooth. Yeah. I like that. Wow. And you could do it where I was talking about like kind of the timeline and like canon and everything with where, when was Marty? It's time travel. So we could be saying, you know, Doc Brown realizes that something went wrong in those initial experiments that are shown in the film. And so we need to go back to the exact same moments from the film, see Marty do his cool thing. Maybe we get to like play around in that same playground and do the same stunts. Yeah. But we also have to do this extra thing because something went wrong with the original experiments. I think, I mean, that, that could work too, because I was thinking, is it weird? Should Marty be like an old man who's like giving you advice and telling you to wear your seatbelt? Or is he still a kid? Like, and this is filmed, you know, in between the film, this takes place between the movies or something. No, I know exactly. And we could do a little bit of both, I guess. It's tough to say whether you should do something that's going to like, just have whether you break down that like I don't know if you break down like the fourth wall right and just mm-hmm. have different um, just have one single timeline for the whole experience or have multiple timelines yeah it depends on if we want to just if you want to tell a story or if you want to give people the option to just kind of explore around yeah I think that option area. is probably more is easier to do as far as like logistics from a nerdy perspective or storytelling from like an artistic perspective because then each person doesn't have to follow the exact same path to hit all the story beats in the right order. Okay, what if you enter into this 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 area, right? We're entering into the western. I'm with you. Um, so what if it's more of like this kind of open exploring different areas of the like there's no real story or guidance necessarily. We might have some areas that have some story and then we can develop that there, but uh you could mix it up then let's say okay so for the second area right you get into like the diner let's say you open up into the diner right for the first movie the first movie which everyone is going to be familiar with Mm -hmm. right there's a there's a story that everyone wants to a narrative that everyone wants to flow flow along with so maybe have more of a narrative there on that second and even maybe third part area of the um park and stuff and kind of just start out with a more open move way in Mm-hmm. have a lot of variety and stuff like that. So 
I don't know. That sounds really cool. Because you can appeal to the more casual people where it's kind of just, you know, here are recreations of all the sets and you can do the cool little like stunts and the little parts that are like a little bit more obvious for making like a roller coaster out of. But then there's also the things for people who are a little bit more nerdy or who have been to the park before and they want to kind of test out the corners. Things that are not necessarily in the films, but we could pull from like, I don't know, the animated series or we could pull from the video games or the comics or like these kind of more fringe pieces of media. Yeah, to appeal to that more hardcore. Yeah, for the more hardcore people. Um, This is kind of a strange idea, but... I was watching some kind of trivia video about Back to the Future and that lot, like the the set of the town is used in a lot of different things. And I was thinking if we're doing time travel, we could do some like weird crossover parallel universe. And I know this is kind of weird, but have little cameos of characters from other series that filmed in that same town set. Yeah. Because yeah. there is a connection there in this like kind of weird way that I think makes some sort of sense with time travel because in our reality they've all sort of taken place in the exact same setting so but it'd be cool to because the very first episode of the Twilight Zone was filmed in that same set and like the Incredible Hulk and Bruce Almighty there's all kinds of of shows that filmed there Buffy the Vampire Slayer like it'd be cool to have a little even if it's just a cameo like I don't know how you'd want to set it up exactly but having some connection there for those the people who are like I don't know, looking for something a little yeah. bit different than just what they saw in the movies. You'd be like, well, hey, in this time travel universe, we could do these like weird little, I don't know if you call them pocket universes, but like this different timeline where these two things crossed over or connect with the um, Lego dimensions because there's a Back to the Future pack of that as well. So that's like kind of all about mashing up different characters and stuff. You could uh, set up multiple lots, you know, have have a, have five or six lots space them out a little bit from each other, maybe have a car, not, you know, just a nor- some sort of cart or whatever on a rail that people can get out of and get into, mm-hmm. right? And so it would travel to one area um, and it would be set up in that kind of theme, whether it's like the Hulk or whatever else or Buffy or Twilight Zone, you know. That'd be cool. Uh, I think it'd be cool to start out with the Twilight Zone. People would be thrown off and be like, what the heck is this? <laughs> you know, type of thing. And, uh, that would be really cool. I wonder if we want to have a vehicle, like a bus or something that goes along that, but have it give it some kind of uh, time travel properties because the DeLorean can really only fit one passenger, right? Right, yeah. So you that'd be hard to, to do if you have a group of 10 people with you. It's like, well, one at a time. You have to do like a, some sort of... Two at a time fake like larger delorean type of thing mm-hmm. something like a stretch delorean yeah <laughs> it's like a limo <laughs> there you go how so there's a couple i guess for making it seem like you're going through space maybe going fast you could you'd want to use some visual effects and mm-hmm. stuff thinking um i don't know would it be like kind of like on a roller coaster track maybe Do you think it that could be, be especially for the like the ones that are more about the the delorean like I don't know, uh, action. You could also do one that's that's maybe a little bit more boring, but it's just the windows are also screens, and you could do it more like an immersive theater type of thing where it looks like you're going through some crazy effects and everything, but you're actually just in the same van. It just drove 20 feet, you know, through the yeah. door, and then it lets you out in the, in the different version of the town. Yeah. That could work. That could be 
kind of Doc Brown's next generation of vehicles. He's like, you know, we now that we've kind of opened the floodgates of time travel, you know, trying to make things right, we need more more people, more I don't know what you'd want time to call them. Time travel buses now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Busloads of people. Or maybe he's changed the technology where there's you don't make as big of an impact on the time stream or whatever. You know, where you can go back in time and kind of be a tourist and not worry about ruining the future. It's more of a go explore this kind of snapshot in time sort of yeah. thing. A little bit more harmlessly. So almost like he's made a tourism or theme park type experience out of time travel itself yeah i don't know that's kind of crazy but that could be the thing yeah wow <laughs> i mean that that is what back to the future i guess is in its whole thing right so it's a time travel series so yeah want to do time travel for wow the theme of the park right mm-hmm. on the topic of the movies themselves what scenes excuse me would you really want to see turned into some kind of attraction like whether it's a roller coaster or like i don't know a stunt show or just a place to walk around and explore like what are your favorite parts from the f- the films that you want to actually be able to do oh gosh um <laughs> putting you on the spot yeah i will one of the ones i was thinking of earlier like a tower kind of fall ride thing mm-hmm. this would be uh for like i would because i was thinking of like fifth tower right so for like the is the second movie right yeah mm-hmm. Um, that'd be really fun to be able to like, I don't, you have a whole story going up. You get to see everything inside and you can do some different things on your way, uh, up part way or whatever. And that makes sense. And it's cool to give a story reason for why the tower is there. Cause I don't know. That's, that's not anything I've really seen very, very often except for like, um, I don't know, haunted mansion, I guess maybe. But there's really an ex- uh, explanation of, like, why you're going up and dropping down this thing. Yeah. yeah that's cool. And then you Other could make the tower actually have stuff inside of it. Yeah. You know, there you could, could be, like, all... a mall and a food court and whatever inside that totally. one tower. Totally. And then have a big ring for dropping around the outside. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's neat. That'd be, that'd be even cooler then, too, because you'd be, like, <laughs> you could be dropping down and, like, be right there. Everyone would be down there eating and everything right. else, too. You're looking yeah. out the window and you just see all the people fly by. Yeah. That's cool. Or you could I, do the, I, the dropping ring could be inside the building, too. Then it'd have to be a really big building, I guess. But that sounds cool. Um, the western side of things and stuff and being able to see that whole western open world. I feel like one of the cool things... Um, uh, there's one here up in Seattle. There's a ride that you can do that's uh, riding through uh, where you're like on a plane thing, and there's big TV in front of you, screen and everything, right? And swinging through and seeing everything in front of you and that type of stuff. That's really uh, cool. To do a more laid back, kind of casual ride there, seeing through all of the western side of stuff and mm-hmm. that type of thing. And the uh, the people mover type vehicle could just be a train like that's a little bit more logical but that's a cool moment i think for a lot of people like you see that in the red dead games a lot and in westworld a lot All makes me just want to watch Back to the Future again now. Right. It's just bring that. It's been a, it's been a good couple of years, I think. So, but 
It's a really cool yeah. universe. I really like this sort of sci-fi plus comedy type of thing, like Groundhog Day and Ghostbusters. Like those are usually some of my favorite movies because it's like science fiction doesn't have to be serious. You know, it's it's good when it's like kind of a comedy, kind of an adventure, and not just all sciency. You know, because the science is the foundation for all kinds of cool exploration type of things. You know. Yeah. Also, did you know there? So the animated series exists and actually that's where Bill Nye got his start at the end of each episode there was like a science segment and it was with Bill Nye and that was the first thing he ever did isn't that crazy interesting yeah yeah no I had no idea so it's basically the Bill Nye uh the science guy is a spinoff of the animated series of Back to the Future like what interesting (laughs) crazy crazy. so it'd be cool to have some sort of you know connection with him there somewhere have him replace Doc at one point yeah. randomly. <laughs> right? Or maybe in like one reality or something. But yeah. also Doc Brown presumably lives into the future and he can keep developing his technology, right? He came up with a cool time travel bus thing. So he could have, you know, Bill Nye could be a connection there. They could work together. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, No, and I like it. We could have him do some of the like safety videos or whatever, some of the kind of epcot type experiences because beforehand on everything right there is a lot of room for doing sort of educational edutainment type things because we're going through all these different time periods and we can showcase what's different and it doesn't have to be in a boring way either it can be just kind of play the music that's appropriate for the time the marquee on the movie theater has you know the best selling movie of that year or whatever that kind of thing where you kind of get to live in these different time periods but it's a lot more exciting than just going to a museum and walking through the different exhibits. But more interactive and stuff. Yeah, and there's more of a story going on that connects the different time periods together. What about other scenes from the movies? I mean, obviously the stuff with the DeLorean is like something that everyone wants to see. The hoverboard, I'd say, is another really big scene that's impacted say, pop like culture. I, you definitely want to be able to grab a meal at the diner. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, what, I, I'm trying to think of the best way to get... a large amount of people to be able to experience some sort of hoverboard type thing. Yeah. I do think that's got to be one person at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unless it's like in VR (laughs) and then there's just this section with like 50 hoverboards with VR headsets, but that's kind of boring. Well, I was trying to think of a way to like, uh, I don't know, like if there's a way to get people to be able to like do like hoverboard bumper car type of thing and like have a whole track set up. Oh, man. Right. So instead of bumper cars at this theme park, everyone straps in their hoverboards and is flowing around a track area and stuff. I think the the hard part would be that it's a lot easier to fall off of a hoverboard than it is off a bumper car. But the technology Uh, could be almost the same. My no, whole dilemma when right. I was thinking of it, I don't know <laughs> if they're going to bump into each other. You're just going to, I don't know. Yeah. But it, there's definitely a lot of potential there. Like, there's those video games from, like, the late 90s that are, like, arcade games where you stand on, like, a skateboard or stand on uh, a snowboard and you kind of steer it. For sure. Totally proud those even existed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not the most exciting, uh, immersive thing ever, but, yeah. It could, we could do that. You throw up screens all around and some sounds and some, you know, yeah, high production moving values. air and things like that. Oh, like, that's cool. Know. You're not going to know the difference, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. then you could set up a huge number of those and have, yeah, that would work really well. If you did that where you had like an isolated kind of like box area, right? Um, right. Where you're on that board moving around. 
you could uh, constantly be changing and improving upon a different story to put through it or something like that, you know, to wow. kind of work around it. That's cool. So, so it's not always the same would, exact scenario. Yeah. Same track. For people that revisit or something like that, maybe it'd be a little different for them, but still kind of the same overall thing mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you could do it kind of like as a, I don't know, premium experience or something or something that like for repeat visitors, you can get the hoverboard from being in 2015 or whatever the future year we're going to set this in is. And then you can bring that, that tool back to you to the, the old West and then there's, like, a hoverboard course in the Old West as well. Like, some kind of things where it only makes sense if you've been there and then you went to this other place, like, a specific uh, itinerary almost on your time travel excursion. You can bring that tool to this place and do more of a mashup kind of thing between times. You could also do, like, where the the shoes, those, like, Nike shoes, are actually, like, bindings that you wear on, like, a snowboard. So you're going to have a lot easier time staying upright and not falling over. That could work. Um, for kind of a bumper cars kind of thing, because I think that's super fun. Right. And maybe the way we make it a little easier is there's a little bit of a kind of safety net type of thing, almost like the little handrail on the back of a DDR machine at the arcade. Like, so there's you something have, you can kind of hold on to there so you don't fall over. You do like a steel, like hula hoop type thing around the <laughs> yeah. person with like a net going down or yeah. something like that. It could also be cool to do like a kind of a water attraction that because, you know, that part where you hoverboards over the fountain, you could do it where it's like yeah. you have your swimsuit on, you're not harnessed in at all. And you just try to have you have to like try to balance on it. And like if you fall off, hey, you fell in the water. It's kind of fun. So it's like a challenge to see who can like stay on yeah. it the longest. And I'm not sure exactly how you would make the, the track system for it where you're not going to fall on the track and destroy your body. But yeah. That's probably a way to do that somehow. Yeah, Technology something else fun to do with the that that whole scene there. Because it's a really cool scene. Like there's yeah, there are several of these have that have like transcended even the movies themselves. Where like everyone has seen these clips in one context yeah. or another. Yeah, yeah. I always liked the skateboarding scene too, where he's like riding behind the truck. Like I don't know that is not as exciting necessarily, but it'd be kind of cool to do like a safe mm-hmm. version of that where you're. Got to have the music on in the background, too, for that one. (laughs) The music is such a big part of this whole theme park, I think. Like, making sure 1955 feels like 1955 and 85. Do we want to leave it as 2015, or do you think we should uh, do some revisionist future history? I don't... Because I... I feel like it'd be fun to do it as 2015, but as the 2015, because I was thinking about this earlier too. Yeah. But I think you need to keep it as the 2015 that they wanted, that they mm. envisioned, right? Not the actual 2015. Because it's a different uh, reality than ours anyway. Yeah. I was thinking though about how like you could do a 2015 as it actually is too and incorporate some weird things in that way. You could but, do some some kind of references to that or like... If we want to do some, like, there's the really big experiences that everyone who goes to the park should do, and then there's some more small niche things that you kind of have to unlock or discover, um, where we can put the more nerdy things and the the crossover with the Incredible Hulk TV show and Gremlins and all these, like, other little things that happen in that that same set. Um, We could do some more weird experiences for the small group of people that are going to find them. It's so funny you say that because I was thinking the same type of thing when we were Uh talking about the hoverboard section in the beginning area it's like you could 
if there was a way you could set it up so that you can only access that if you've done, you know, uh, that type of thing. So I think that's pretty uh, doable. Like that's that's yeah. definitely next this next generation of theme park technology. Of, you could have all sorts of different areas like that. So I, I like that idea having areas that, that you can't access or even really know about until you ride some ride in another area and it tells you like, hey, go back and visit this area yeah. and, and you know bring this with you and it'll it'll unlock this part of the park or something so. even if it's not as complicated as like some hidden stuff in video games it's just like did you do this this and this you know it's like pretty pretty obvious yeah. like just gps tracking type thing or yeah. scan the qr code when you go here and then when you go For here sure. now you can do this thing it can be pretty simple but i do think that's yeah. coming down the pike as far as the next several years of theme parks like well it integrates that whole theme park into a whole kind of adventure thing that you yeah well forces you to want to go around the whole park right? right rather than just going because you just want to go around the park to see every ride you're going to push through that whole narrative and, stuff. and there's an incentive to go back and to be engaged and be off your phone and yeah i don't know there's a lot of cool things in that i think um but what else? oh yeah it'd be cool if we did like an area where you traveled to 2015 and it's just realities 2015 and like maybe we play up the the negative sides of it or kind of find some things that are really different than the the film's version of 2015 which is really awesome and just kind of point out those differences and it could be like i don't know a little bit of a satire or just ah, whatever i don't know just a different kind of experience um but another one that i think would be kind of cool is if um because they they filmed the original movie with a different actor uh eric stoltz i think his name was they filmed the first, like, six weeks of filming or, like, some really long amount of time with a different actor. And then it just didn't work out with him. And they ended up getting Michael J. Fox, yeah. obviously, and redoing all that. And they, like, it cost them a ton of money. But yeah. it'd be interesting if you go to a reality where that is Marty McFly. Footage was. Yeah, and it's, like, just a, a parallel universe. Yeah. Twilight Zone type of version. I of like the idea of... I like the idea of throwing people into these scenarios like where I like I like this reoccurring theme throughout the park where we're throwing people into a parking lot that's like the twilight zone or something like that and they're like what the heck is this yeah you know for a second and then we're throwing him to an area where it's someone else cast instead of you know Michael J Fox and like what the heck is this and then they get to the part where they finally think they're okay we're getting to the third movie now and it's the actual 2015 right and they're like what the heck is you know and then no, so you just keep kind of throwing them for that little loop over and over. I like that. Too. I like that too, and and like that's kind of one of the things I like seeing in the movies is when they show the same area in multiple time periods, and you can kind of like point out what's different. And like that used to say Twin Pines Mall, and now it says Lone Pines Mall. What yeah. happened? And then there's that little, you know, that one quick little two second shot in the movie where the DeLorean runs over one of the trees. You're like, oh, that's what that was. So, like, we could recreate those little minute pieces maybe during a, th a roller coaster or something where you run over a tree and you're like, what was that about? But then through repeat visits, you notice, if I go to this year, after I've done that roller coaster, the mall says Lone Pine instead of Twin Pines. That I don't know, just doing those little, like, yeah. sliding doors kinds of things where it's it's a little different if you do it in this order versus if you do it in that order. Yeah. It allows you to get to different parts of the park. I, dude, yeah. that's awesome. And it can feel really customized and like like you're role-playing, basically. And you made an impact on the world without us actually having to change things just because you did that. It's just your version of this reality is through this door, and theirs is through that door. Like, 
your, your second time in the park, you know, you might be like, okay, I know exactly. I didn't do this last time. I didn't go this way and stuff. So you're going to go and try that, you know, rather than, you know, just, just like when you're playing a video game and the second time you go through playing the video game, right? You play it differently, right? Right. Go through you know everything in a different with. order and that yes. type of stuff. So, wow. yeah. <laughs> And Dude, then you end up cool. picking up, and you end up picking up on the things that you didn't see that first time. Mm-hmm. And, and it so, can be a totally yeah. different experience. You know, you can sort of play as a different character, so to speak, or do things with a different intention, and you end up with a totally different story or getting to experience scenes that, like, you would have never got to see the first time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Like peaches and cream Give her two lips Like roses and clover Then tell me that my lonesome nights are over I'm Trying to think of a good scene from the third movie To really mm-hmm. for, like, for like An action scene specifically Or something to explore or I don't know because mm-hmm. we don't really, because we don't have too much kind of for that, like a really good, I don't know, a good idea for that era. Other th- other than just like exploring it, obviously, but right? Maybe something more, a more concrete kind of something to do there, mm-hmm. along with the story from that movie, I guess. Right, and um, you can't always do that too. Is have the plot of the story unfolding, you know, with with actors or screens or whatever. So you can literally go to each scene through the movie if you want to, or just kind of explore the world in a more chaotic kind of style. Yeah. But yeah, the third movie is the one I've seen the least. I think I've only seen it once. I know. That's why I'm trying to think of like something like real iconic. Well, because like I'm saying, like like with like a drop tower, like Fifth Tower and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Or like we want to have like a hoverboard and like that type of stuff. Um, with the diner, maybe something with. Uh, um, water scene and all that type of stuff what are we doing for that kind of earlier time period other than just exploring it and seeing it which is great in and of itself is there going to be any like big main kind of focus attraction I guess for that area The um, like for the old west you mean because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the lego dimensions part for that movie um, they just go to a barn it's like super boring <laughs> It's like what you couldn't think of anything more fun to go do. I mean, the Lego dimensions. I just think we're like, having the same conversation we're having right now about really? that movie. Like, what should we what should we do for that, guys? Okay, I guess we're just gonna do a barn then. Is there a big like shootout scene in that movie? In that one, I don't like toward the end. I don't even really remember. I don't really remember either. So but you we could do definitely... like a laser tag type thing oh, or man. something like that. You know, we could definitely put one in. What like? I mean, yeah, we could do one anyway. You could, I, you, you wouldn't want to do like futuristic laser tag, right? You'd do some sort of cool like western. I guess it'd be more like airsoft or something like that, mm-hmm. right? But or it could just be like family friendly, next next generation laser tag where you don't yeah. have to wear a vest. Yeah. It's like I don't know how the technology works exactly, yeah. but yeah, exactly. You you get it though. You get it. Yeah. So something like that. I don't know if there's a good scene or section from that movie to copy off of or if we just do like our own kind of thing you know i think either just doing w- it our own way either would be fine yeah just doing it our own way would be totally cool because it totally fits into it and it's just like a way for you to 
go do some laser tag and that yeah. kind of study stuff. So. And we can we can kind of create our own scenes as well. Like, it's a different universe. So in this one, Marty McFly runs into this area and then, like, this shootout happens and there's a bunch of people in the shootout. So, yeah. I don't know, we could kind of make, like, little story vignettes to set up this have attraction. Actors and stuff. Yeah. trying to save things, that type of thing. I think it'd be, be really, really cool. Fun. Yeah. That's something I think was, is really neat about the kinds of things we usually come up with on this show is, like, there's this level of creativity for, like, the staff and the employees to, like, be a little bit more involved and, like, be a little bit more of an actor, play a little bit more of a role in, like, why this is happening. I don't know. It's, yeah. I think that's something that I kind of miss or I kind of wish was in regular theme parks was a little bit more of like ownership of the role and like creativity for right. the staff, you know, instead yeah. of just pulling the same lever all day, it's like, I have to kind of you know, be in character. character. Yeah. That kind of thing would be a lot more interacting fun with the world. I went a few years ago with my nieces, mm-hmm. it's like for my niece's birthday and something. And they were, and so we did uh, some breakfast thing and there were like characters all running around and stuff. I um, love that. Uh, and they they were like just just they were interacting with the kids and and talking in in character and that type of, obviously they weren't pushing any type of narrative or story right. but that sticks with and and sticks with that person more than the goofy in the theme park that's waving and taking pictures <laughs> of people right right like right when you get uh, that's to actually... cool that he's over there but he's not really doing anything goofy right like mm-hmm. that's goofy related or he's not doing anything that's Mickey related he's just right. you know standing there. When it's so. your face instead of, like, a big, you know, mascot head, it's a lot easier to act and feel involved and make eye contact and, like... Yeah. There's more physicality to it. There's more of a yeah. human connection. I think that stuff is super cool. Um, I was also thinking it'd be cool to do some time travel, like, um, escape room type of things where... I was just um, thinking... I, <laughs> really? yeah. I was where, thinking like, of escape rooms and stuff earlier, too. Where, like, specific... It should just be a good couple escape rooms in I mean, there. yeah, one in every time period would be awesome. And, like, sure. it uses specific things from that era, technology-wise or, you know, trivia-wise or whatever. You kind of, if you know that time period well, you'll do really well in the escape room. Um, or if you've been to the future, you can find the solution to that old escape room from the mm. past, and then you can go back and kind of cheat a little bit, because... Wait, did I say that right? Yeah. If you go to the future, people have like there's I don't know a magazine you, somewhere. Or reviewing. do you reward do you reward the people for doing each one? And so like the yeah. last one's easiest if you've done the first. Oh, couple, that's right? cool. If you've gone through the whole progression, like, maybe the last one like, you're stuck inside the DeLorean. You're trying to get out of it like it's broken or something. And so a bunch of fun things like you have to yeah. go through multiple time periods while you're trapped in the DeLorean, trying to escape out of it. I don't know how you would do that. Like, if there's a part you're trying to... You're trying to fix the flux capacitor, obviously, but I don't know yeah. if you go to different time periods to get things or to witness certain events that give you clues about how to escape or... There's a lot of there's a lot of cool ideas yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe put it in the bus so you have at least some room to walk around and look at stuff. I'm impressed. For your first podcast, you're <laughs> killing it, man. <laughs> it's awesome. I, I think it's funny. We're on the same page with so many of these things yeah. to do with like the escape room I was thinking it earlier and stuff and so yeah yeah I mean this is like my 30 something uh, theme park and it's your first one and like we're on the same level you know what I mean not that uh, <laughs> these are actual designs but 
<laughs> you've got the, the creativity chops already it's pretty cool yeah yeah no thank you i appreciate uh-huh. it you know, i appreciate it as the host scary i mean scary <laughs> at scary at 4 30 in the morning you know and <laughs> getting off work trying to figure things out and like okay back to the future back to the future here we go yeah man my first podcast i was ever on was that was super early in the morning i think the guy lived in england the host i don't even remember what the name of the show was i think the app guy podcast or something it was like 2014 but it was like super early in the morning it was like the experience you're going through where it was like I couldn't even like turn the lights on because my girlfriend was like sleeping right there. Like we had a small little studio apartment and it was like, this is kind of exciting. Like waking up really early for me, you were just getting off work, but I don't know, doing it, something totally new that early in the morning. It's, it's pretty cool. I like that feeling. Better than coming home and going to sleep, I guess. Right. away, Right. So yeah, it is something (laughs) new and something different. So yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. And we don't get a chance to do that every day. A lot of times you just go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. There's not a call to action every day. <laughs> Get the cogs turning creative. Yeah. From the future, I feel like I feel like there, we need to have an area in the in the future section because um, I feel like it was such a big part of that one. Um, where we're dealing with timelines just being mixed up mm-hmm. and we're trying to avoid each other, right? Um, How so? Like trying to avoid each other, why? Like you're trying to avoid, like, no, you're trying to avoid, like, your your other, your alternate timeline self oh, or something. I, I don't know how, how we could get, like, the park, hmm. the park goer to have, like, an alternate timeline or something like that, right? Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe um, it's kind of like... We, if you go to this area the first time, well, I don't know. We'd have to get consent and, like, a notice that we should start doing this to someone. But if they're, like, they go to this time period, we could kind of, like, film certain parts of their journey. Like, let's say it's them walking through the diner, and we have video footage of that. And then the next time they come to that area, they're outside the diner. We play... On the window, we play footage of them walking through the diner again. And they're like, whoa, that's me in there walking through the diner. And I know it's not like yeah. – it, it would be things they actually physically no, did. Sure. So they probably have that memory. But yeah. in the story, there's like a little like time loop kind of thing. Like you keep time traveling back to this exact same moment like every 15 minutes. So then, I don't know, 15 minutes after that, you can see yourself reacting to seeing yourself in the diner window like i don't know we could do some kind of cool looping effects where it's like now we have footage of them freaking out about seeing themselves and freaking out so we can play that again for them whenever for the they're... third time they pass yeah. by see that yeah especially if it's in kind of a smaller area with a lot of either windows or like tvs which 2015 would would make sense for doing that you could do you know all kinds of different video feeds of them at different times in this one little area. And it kind of makes sense that they would actually notice them because it's a small area that they're working in anyway, that they're exploring. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. That's pretty sweet. And I don't think it'd be that hard. I just want some way to get that experience, right? Of like, right. Cause that, that is a whole essential part of any type of time travel. I feel like, you know, it's like trying to dodge yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Not mess up your timeline or whatever else. And so, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Man, this is a cool theme park idea. 
this is this, there's a lot to work with there. There's a lot we could develop from here. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That was why I liked it because it goes <laughs> goes across so much. I was like, I don't know. It seems like a a good one. If I had if I had to pick one topic, then that that's a good one to go because it's it includes a ton expansive. of things. Yeah, yeah it is expansive. From, Very true. Pull from anything. And you could do. Like apparently you can pull from tons of other movies and stuff too. <laughs> you could so if you wanted to. Like, I know that's kind of tangentially pull from related. Other movies, but I was like... pull from Bill Nye. We've got all it's the whole world at our fingertips with this. So Yeah. Seriously, because with time travel, you know, you can go to a lot of different places. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and you could do like hotels and dining experiences in each different time period, like the kind of you know, more yep. logical, more obvious things. You can do it in every single area. So you can have a, a cool little like saloon with like bedrooms upstairs. Like you can rent yeah. out like an inn in the old West. Really... Yeah. Or like a cool, you know, futuristic high rise type of yeah suite you could rent out. That kind of I mean, that, and that, and that of course is like one of the big attractions of course of going is just getting to walk around and walk into the diner of the dining area of each section of the park and and seeing so that that's obviously an important part of the park is having a lot of those little tiny details and interactions mm-hmm. and that type of stuff just um and it'd be aside cool. from any rides and entertainment and stuff it'd be cool to have awesome. the sort of like merchandise like sell those limited edition nikes and like little hoverboard props and then like tab cola and i think it's yeah, everyone walking free. around in those shoes all those yeah right those shoes are sweet all those there's so many cool little like items from this world that'd be cool to even just interact with you don't have to like have gift shops everywhere but it'd be cool to be able to at least see those things in real life yeah all the yeah. props yeah dang cool well thanks man thank you so much for being on yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, for the audience, if they happen to be interested in in you and your whole thing, what would you? Is there anything you'd recommend they go check out? I'm a hipster up here in Seattle. You know, pretty off the online presence and that type of stuff. Right on. You know, just uh, go out there and tell your neighbor hello. Give give. Oh. Give someone a smile and a wave and <laughs> tell them hi, and that'll make my day. So, dude, that is amazing. Wow. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. Like, that is so important. That's such an important part of life. But it's so easy to not do that, you know? It's all about the connecting with each other, right? That's all we've got. (laughs) 